welcome to the best show we're ever going to do. My name is Amigo Aaron. Today I'm joined by my partner, Woo! the man about town. Woo! Give it up for the brand. Yeah! Yes, brother, that's right. Aaron, yes, sir. What are we talking about today? Oh my God, we spun the wheel and we made a crazy deal, my friend. And this time out, Brent, it's BAM, the games of South Africa. Yes, South Africa, Brent. I believe you nominated this particular category. I did. You know why? Explain yourself. I I don't know why. I every once in a while, right? I fall down the gaming rabbit hole. That's yeah. And I started thinking. Man, what are some what are some countries that do gaming, you know, that are out there and really professional and really well known? You you get your Japans. Yeah. You've got your Englands, you get the United States. Yeah. I was like, what out there what out there is underrepresented? Right. South Africa <laughs> is number one with a bullet. It's underrepresented. Now, now yes. why is that? Like how did you find out that they even <laughs> had a gaming scene? I had no idea. Uh I just random Came across an article and read about it. And there are so few companies in uh, South Africa making games yeah. that we we could literally list them all. We're not going to, but there are only a half dozen yeah. that are, are, are professionally making games in South Africa. And I'm going to talk about the one I picked yeah. during my segment. Um, but it's, it's, it's sad... Because the government of South Africa yeah. does not support gaming at all. What? They, ha- they have no funding. They have no tax relief. Yeah. They have nothing. There are ga- areas where games get tax relief on the basis oh, of what? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Why? Uh-oh. Why would they get we'll tax go, relief? We'll go over the scandal, Aaron, some days yeah, in some of the games. Me. I don't understand um, what that... I don't know what's going on there. But <clears throat> these are... This is a place... Every part of the world has their own story to tell. Yeah. They've all had unique uh, uh, experiences that can be translated into games. And it doesn't have to be about the, that place. It can be their perspective on some other place in the world. It's yeah. always going to have that unique look. Yeah. And this is something where uh, uh, South Africa has, has kind of thrived. These are games that they aren't... Um, they're not for other gamers in South Africa. There is almost no market for that. Almost all the games that are made in South Africa are targeted towards America. Mm. Almost all of them. That makes sense now that I haven't and played I, some of their games. I'm going to guess that's because of the money. Yeah. I'm but, guessing that their uh, view of what of, of America is a little bit over the top. I think I watch a lot of TV over down south. South Africa. So this was an interesting... Well, I don't think they're wrong either. For yeah, I mean, stereotypically speaking. Obviously, you can't just bunch everybody into one thing but they they know what works they know what works you know i will say that i stepped trepidatiously into this goofy category that you put together however i think we've got two real uh interesting games to go over i think i will lead the dance i think i think i'm set up first here well Something else that... Oh, um, you got what? more? <clears throat> well, I, I, I wanted to mention this. I Keep thought you... Keep stepping on me, brother. <laughs> Sorry, I, I thought you had something else to say about no. South African gaming overall. Why did I choose South African gaming over the entire... Af- all of Africa? Yeah. There is no gaming except South Africa. Well, there you go. There, It, it is where everything is, Thank you. is uh, uh, happening. There you go. Thank you. 
Thank you for that update. Now, with all that said, I looked over the, uh, let's say, handful of games that I found that it's were It's a available. smaller list. It's a very it's a smaller, smaller list. list. I'd say there was probably less than 20 games on the list that I could find. Now, there are tons of games that are like, if there are features South Africa. Oh, yeah, but that's not what we're doing jungle here. Jungle Combat, but this is one. For, so I ended up going with something I never heard of. I, it's the usual suspects brand. Let's look at a game I found called Toxic Bunny. Yeah, it's, it's toxic. Don't you know that it's toxic? Uh, toxic Bunny uh, was uh, developed by an outfit called Celestial Games, Ooh, which I like that. That sounds good. They're no, well known for Toxic Bunny. By that, I mean not known. They're known for Toxic Bunny, Toxic Bunny HD. That is all. Yeah. Now, now that's very common. That's very common. I will say, uh, I looked at their ancient website, and it all it builds a game called Battle Arena Drones. It's going to be huge, and they also plug this gimmick where, like, you'll be able to hook up to the internet and update your games via the internet. A brilliant concept, well ahead of its time. Yes. Toxic Bunny, uh, published by Vision Software, who published uh, several things from South Africa. They actually published tons of stuff. Get this publishing set up here. They did the Seventh Legion, which was a game that was from South Africa. Okay. I saw that amongst the things. They did Roadkill. They did a couple ALF games. They did Woody's World. Remember that? Zombie Apocalypse, Fast Food. That's another one we uh, that mean Bo did Overkill, Cybernetics, a lot of stuff on the Amiga there. Uh, and uh, this particular title came out on the Venerable DOS platform. Uh, in November of 96. Yes. So this was a it was late. late DOS game. Yeah. Uh, and I was lucky and fortunate this is part of the Exo DOS package, so it made it easier for me to play. This is also, you can check this on archive.org. I, you know, I could never I get, get archive to work. To work. Yeah, I had to go it's, elsewhere. It's there. Uh, <laughs> just to get into uh, Vision Software, uh, the publisher, so this is an interesting international flavor here, Brent. Uh, they were based in New Zealand, which is interesting. Uh, and they had, uh, they were also tight with Acid Software. We've covered Acid on here before. They made a bunch of games for the Amiga, as I mentioned, and the their uh, most successful title was Toxic Bunny. So this is the best thing they ever did. Uh, I will say Toxic Bunny HD was released uh, many years later and was a uh, uh, <clears throat> just a Steam upgrade to the original yeah. Toxic Bunny. Yeah, you can actually get Toxic Bunny on Steam right now. So let's get into what it, what this Toxic Bunny game is, Brent. And your guess is as good as mine on a lot of this, because I will say... You didn't watch the story? I did watch it. Okay. I'm going to get into it. But uh, there's not a ton of stuff on Toxic Bunny, if I'm honest. And uh, the uh, there's not a lot of backstory to it. And, and, and so we're just going to... Take it at face value. The story opens in a uh, a pastoral setting uh, with a couple of some uh, you know forest bunnies. Yeah, that get violently mushed, basically yes. rolled over. So Toxic Bunny gets jacked up, and he's and it's pretty gory. I mean, it's 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 not super gory, but it's kind of gory. Yeah, as they show what's happened, it's all in wacky, stylized. He were, Toxic Bunny reminds me if you're if you're a uh, Bloom County fan. He sort of reminds me of Bill the Cat. Absolutely does. You know, and the art style in this is sort of that uh, uh, I don't know, Red Stimpy ish type thing. And so your goal in this is to go find the people that ran over you and, and jack you up and, and get jack your revenge, them, jack them up. So what this game is, this is a complicated game, but for a platformer, you play the bunny and you go through the game. 
which takes place on, as far as I can tell, and I can only tell you about the parts I got to, it, it takes place through sort of like various chores you do on an enormous stage, an enormous stage. The map is, is gargantuan. Yeah. And yeah. as the bunny, you've got the ability to do sort of what you would call the old Sonic the Hedgehog sprint if you tap forward twice. Uh, he also throws these little boxes, and you could also augment that with some other weaponry as you go down the line. Uh, the enemies in this are look like they're sort of irradiated. I think they are. There's radiation yeah. stuff everywhere. So you get, like, weird-looking spiders and worms and weird-looking ducks and stuff in this. And this is one of those games, it's all about this guy's attitude in your face. This is a game of its era, sort of. Uh, a lot of people would, would, in fact, someone just did, would compare this to sort of like a Jazz Jackrabbit. It's not that. Jazz Jackrabbit is more of a conventional Rambo-type character. This bunny's nuts. I mean, he's, he's... He's all, yeah. He looks, he's all jacked up. And so... He'll go around and just run as fast as he can. And you're, there's a, this is another game where there's tons and tons of pickups. You don't yeah. know what you're picking up. It's all cotton. Sometimes you get an extra life. Sometimes it's just money to, to spend in a store, which we'll get to. But a lot of the times, you just pick it up random crap. Um, there are little missions that are sprinkled into the game, okay? And the little missions, for example, the very first thing you're going to come across is a boat anchor. And the game is like gives you the choice. Do you want to pick this boat anchor up? Now, there are a couple of things that stop the flow of this game, which I'll get to here in a minute. But that was one of, one of the first things you come across. If you pick up the boat anchor, it's like you don't want to carry this thing around too long. And you get the boat anchor because there's a section on the same level, part of the level, where you go over and drop it on a guy. Yeah. And then you can pick up a machine gun. Little stuff like that. There's a little arrow that floats around the screen, a la Crazy Taxi, that tells you where to go. Yeah. Uh, and the little arrow uh, will sometimes, like you have access to the whole level. And so you can actually just skip right past where the arrow wants to go. Well, you don't want to do that. But you can. You can do it if you want to. But the arrow is sending you to go do a certain thing. Yes. Maybe you have to fight a certain creature or gather a certain thing uh, or do something like that. Amongst the many things you will pick up are potions. Okay? The potions will do different stuff. Sometimes they'll make you faster. They'll give you bigger hit points. Do weird stuff to you. And you can even mix the potions yes. up. Yes. Uh, when you start the game, you're carrying around this thing that's basically like a, a, I think it's called an ethereal button or whatever. And when you push it, it basically teleports you to a store. So what that means is you've always got a, the ability to go to the store. And then the coins you've got, you can buy different potions mostly. Or you could also pay to mix the potions to get some kind of weird results. I mixed some and just, I don't know if the things I mixed were just other potions that were there or special. I don't, I don't have any way of knowing. Well, they, the, the potion mixing can give you more augmented things like double, like a, a, a higher, higher jump, jump, that kind of yeah. thing. This <clears> game <throat> is frantic. I will yes. say that. Yeah. And I will, I'm going to ask you, how did you play this? Did you use the keyboard or the, or the joystick? Keyboards. I did too. Yeah. What did you think of that control setup? Because... It, I didn't think it was the best. I don't let you re-find, redefine your keys. But yeah. I didn't have much trouble uh, with the keys, except for there were just a lot of keys. I was oh. surprised how much stuff, because you have to jump, you have to run, and you also have to use your weapon. And you, when you're doing that on the keyboard and moving, you've got a, you're, you're doing, you got a lot of action. What do you think about the controls on this? Well, I mean, the the actual physical controls I thought were okay. Yeah. Um, <coughs> it does let you redefine all of your keys, which I did... 
immediately. I didn't yeah. even try the defaults. Yeah. Uh, because this way I knew where everything was and I knew I what the game was. I played with the defaults, expected. but I did eventually. Yeah, I did actually um, do it. But it, it, it's it's a lot of typical fare. Uh, up and down, look up and down. That you There's no jump or duck um, <coughs> with the keys, with the up and down keys. Uh, you have a dedicated jump button and you also have a weapon switch button, which I did not find useful at all. Maybe you later can, in the well, game, you can switch for like I, I know you can switch with like the uh, the uh, machine gun, for example. Yeah, little, because there's a reason to switch. The little things you throw have like an arc. The machine gun does, and then just like a missile launcher you can get, and you can go crazy with that. But you you run, you run out of missiles, so there's a reason to switch weapons. I did. That's another thing I forgot about that in the mix. It does get a con- convoluted. Um. But I, that I don't think that is a, an issue with the game. The the, the physical controls. Um, I do have other problems with the game, but we'll we'll get into that a yeah. little bit later. So, uh, uh, like I said, you pick up potions, you pick up extra. If you also pick the, there's a narrative in the game where the thing, the, the bunny drinks tons of coffee. Yes, and so that's because, your health. Yeah, because the bunny always looks insane, and it's funny when you stop moving for a second. He'll like freak out or fall asleep or just and so you uh, every time you he's got a it's pretty interesting uh, the, his animation he's actually the the game has small characters they're they're yeah. not they're not as big as like a Sonic or even something like a Jazz Jacker but they they fit a lot of stuff on the screen and you've also got the ability to look up and down so yeah. you can tell where you're going this one's a tough game to wrap your head around the the giant levels I don't like. But I will say, it gives you access to a map, which is nice. And it only gives you access to the places you've been or the places near you. Sure. You know, so you can't see the Standard whole level. Fair. Uh, there are a lot of uh, places where you're not sure you can get to them because there's stuff there. There's secrets. Sometimes you can go through secret walls if you get lucky. You know, there's a, they've packed a lot in. I believe the full game has four, four massive maps. levels. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> I got through the majority of the first map. I, I did as well. But it gets it got a little tough. There, yeah. And that this game has men, and when you lose all your men, game's pretty much over. Now, you can yeah. save, you can continue, uh, but when you run out of men, you're done. So, and, and, and to give you an idea, yeah. these maps are so huge, it's almost like a, a 2D platformer open world. I'm trying to think what I could equate it to, because and the thing is, they're huge, and since the, everything's smaller... They're double huge. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So they're. What did you think about that as a game, as a gameplay element, having to go around one giant map? I mean, are you into that, or would you like to be split up? Um, I mean, it's one giant map that you do missions on. It, it's literally, it's like, I mean, not like you're not doing gangbangs or whatever, but it's literally yeah, like, like a G. It's like a GTA yeah. 2D platformer. Yeah. You go here, you you. Do a mission or whatever. Yeah. And then you go to the next place and you do a mission there. And all the missions kind of tie together. Yeah. Um, and the map is so huge. You don't have to go straight to the next point. You can actually stop somewhere along the way, get power-ups, get potions, you know, do all that kind of stuff. The creatures stay dead, which is nice. Yes. That's a, yeah. that's a, bo- a boon. Uh, you know, it's, it's, an, it's an unusual game. It plays fast. You know, I was fixing to kill this game, by the way, because when, when I loaded it up, it just looks so in your fa- in your face attitude. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's in your face, and this isn't. They're not playing it to be like cool. They thought well, they were, but they weren't playing it to be like a sarcastic version of that. This was the game. It was 1996. 
And they were on. They were in full cool guy. This, mode. this was Bart Simpson all yeah. over the place. And so, or yeah, this guy was the character that they cunningly designed to appeal to young Americans from '96. I don't know. Maybe it worked. I never heard of this game until this week, so I don't know. Uh, as I mentioned, this game did get an HD release, so you could actually pick this up on Steam. I don't know. I didn't play. The I did HD not play version. the HD version. Yeah. I played the original. So, and it was it was easy to grab. So it's and, but you know your <laughs> mileage may vary. It's funny when ter- in terms of reviews, I looked up the reviews on this. I only found one on Moby from Power Unlimited, which is the kind of magazine you'd want to review a game like this. It gave it six point one out of ten. I can see where someone would hate this game. Yeah. All right. Um, but it's not bad, and it, and I will say the it's it's number one weakness being the huge levels is its number one strength because it's I don't know a game quite like it. Yes, the platforming, if it's not smooth, no, okay, so you're playing it still feels like a DOS game, all right. It feels like all those DOS games feel they're not smooth. There's not a million frames of animation, but it's playable because it compensates for the fact that it's not smooth. Mm. I, I didn't have any trouble getting around. And that, this is that quad jump. This is one of the few games where the super speed actually helps. Means something because it get to you get to where you want to get yeah, to you faster. Can, yeah, oh not just that, it's like you have to use it to get to higher levels. Yeah. And you can they give you the one thing about having a huge bet, they give you lots of real estate to operate. Yeah. And so you can take that long run up and jump off. There's little areas where they make like ramps. <clears throat> so they knew what they were doing. The level design's actually quite clever. I mean, especially... Eh. I, mean, I thought it was. Because eh. the little submissions, you have to go to different parts. There's like... <coughs> well, I like that. But, but, okay. Is it my turn to give a, a jump my, on my mental jump on in. dump on this? Let's see if okay. you hate it more than Power Unlimited. I don't think this is a bad game. Oh. But it has a lot of bad elements yeah. that, may, that stop it from being fun. Um... Things it does very well. I actually really enjoyed the humor in this game, and I hate funny games. Yeah. But it... It's got an edge. Here, here's a perfect example of something that made me chuckle out loud. There are hint boxes all over the game. Yeah. And you, you collect the hint boxes, it pops up a hint, and then you hit a key to keep going. One of the hint boxes said... If you're reading this, you're standing in spikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you exit out and sure, I'm, I'm, I'm taking damage from spikes. I, I found one that said, whatever you do, don't go down here. And I went down there. And they go, the other one that is like, what are you doing here? You're going to get killed. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, bats are an enemy in the game. Those suck. And, and when yeah. you kill the bat, it explodes into a Batman symbol. Yeah. But also, they're always on you. Yeah. Those things are like gnats. Well, I, I'm getting to all that. Oh, sorry. Uh you you visit a, a underground McDonald's type fast food area that's full of food. Um, that kind of clip. I mean, it's it's nothing that hasn't been done before, right? Right. But it's also things that were refreshing to see and play uh, uh, in this game. Yeah, um, I agree. One thing that I, I did not like about the game. And that stopped me from playing multiple times was the game is hard. <coughs> even on its even on its easier setting, it's hard. It's not Amiga hard, hard. No, no. It's PC hard. It's frustrating. Uh I don't did you get to the place where you had to make the quad jump? Yes. Going up the forever. Took me forever. I got up there. I got up there, but it took me forever well, to get of, that. They hone they hone your skills. By making you jump on little tiny ledges a few times to get you ready for a big quad. Sort of. 
Sort of. It took of. me a while, but I yes. got up there. Um, the the Toxic Bunny does not control great. Yeah. He controls okay at best. Yeah. I had trouble ta double tapping to run and then immediately jumping. It did not like that. It wanted you to run several sections before you actually could jump. Yeah. It's again. It's a. It is. <coughs> it is DOS. We're right. talking about here. But all that said, I'm glad I played Toxic Bunny. Because this is a game I would have never heard of otherwise. Yeah, it's worth playing, for sure. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, it if, there are some people... I mean, listen, it's got that guitar backdrop music. Yeah. I mean, and it uh, the loop's okay. But, I mean, it's it, does, okay. it fits the game, that's yeah. for sure. Uh, and the fact that it's it, the uniqueness of the overall scope of the game... Both these games have a unique take on a pretty much well-established genre. Both the games we're doing today, and that's maybe that's part of the reason they're from South Africa. They just look at stuff a little bit differently because I wouldn't say this is a European platformer at all. Absolutely it's got, not. It's got elements it, of what a European platformer has. It's, it's definitely its own thing. Yeah. So, but I, overall, I, I I I sort of enjoyed it. We did get a couple uh, Discord reviews, Brent. Um, so, first out of the gate, it's our own good buddy, the Flaxter, Jack Flack. He played this game. He said, Toxic Bunny. PC games are always better when they try to do something original versus trying to copy things done better on other platforms. For example, early arcade ports on the PC were pretty terrible. But strategy and RPG games, things that arcade games couldn't do, were more suited to the platform. Toxic Bunny is a little Sonic the Hedgehog, a little Earthworm Jim, and a little Jazzy Jackrabbit. And it isn't as good as any of those games. Look, rabbits are known for one thing, it's hopping. So if you're going to make a game starring a rabbit, you got to make sure the jumping is easy to control. I didn't think it was terrible. I just didn't want to... Uh, I just don't want to play uh, more than any of those games I mentioned. Those PC platform games were meant to tell us PCs could play platform, could play platform games too, but just ended up reminding us they weren't as good as platform games on consoles. At God's least true. it looks good. So, you know, sort of a burial. He's not, I mean, I can't say... He's, none say, of that's wrong, though. Yeah, you know, I can't say that it's wrong. Uh, I sort of agree with him on that. But, I, I mean, listen, I picked this game because the pickings were slim. No, you picked it because it had Bunny in the title. No, it, oh, no, no. It's actually wasn't my first choice, either. Uh, but, the, ultimately, I ended up liking the game. And I played this more than I thought I would, which was not much. I enjoyed it. I think it's unique enough. I mean, again, in the HD version, if they've tweaked the controls, so that may be worth trying out. I'm going to if the it. controls are tighter, that would help tremendously. It really, really would. Uh, but I don't know. I did not see this on the old eBay, my friends. So well, was, I mean, you can buy it on Steam. There, there you go. The eBay. So there you go. If you, if you want this, you probably got to pay the real deal on that. But, yep, that's the game. I thought it was a pretty decent game. All things considered, I had a good time with it. Now, with all that said, we picked two entirely different games, and yet we didn't. And these are both from South Africa. Now, I'm guessing, Brent, yes. on, when you made this category, Correct. that this game you picked... It is not. This had was, to have been in your mind. Right? Mm -mm. You had to have a ringer mm -mm. that you picked this for. No, I honestly didn't. I did not realize this game was, was made in South Africa until and this episode. I will say before you begin, I had heard the name of this game. <clears throat> yes. That is all. I have no I had no preconceived notions. I had no idea what it was or where it was from. But I had heard, I had heard it whispered on the Wednesday time. I think maybe the guys on Pixel Gate didn't mention it. Because they t 
talked about newer stuff, but I had not played this. So tell the folks what you got into this week. We are going to take a look at Bro Force. Bro Force. Now, Bro Force is made by Free Lives Limited, and is that company is headed by Evan Greenwood. All right. And I want to go into Evan Greenwood real quick. <coughs> I I looked up more on Evan Greenwood, who's runs the company, than I did. Anything else? Okay. About the game or about the company? This guy must be super interesting then. <coughs> he is. All right. He's a little bit introverted. Yeah. And he really wants, he is either putting on a great act, and I don't think that's the case, or he really wants to do good in the world. And he talked about going through and making this game. At first, they had no intentions of making this game. It was literally just. Something to pass between a few buddies and laugh at, right? Yeah. And a couple of his buddies said, listen, this has legs. We, You need to do something with this, right? And he said, ah, you know, I don't know. And it it evolved. First of all, one of the first things he did um, is called his lawyer and said, listen, how sued am I going to get for this? And, he, and his lawyer said, you're going to get super sued continuously. But... Those type of cases take a long time, so I think you'll be okay. Mm. So he, he was like, all right, I'm on board. I'm doing it. He took this to conventions, uh, right, and put it in and saw the reaction on kids' faces playing Broforce, right, and saw that they were having such a good time. This is a, a, a one-to-four-player game. You can play with the four people at the same time. I would love to play with more people, <coughs> I will say yes. that. Um, and he said that, even though people were, were dying and they, they were struggling, the entire time they were laughing, they were high-fiving each other, which is a, is a big thing in the multiplayer game, and they were having a good time. And he saw that it wasn't just kids playing with kids, right? And it wasn't just uh, black kids playing with white girls or anything like that. It was everyone was just playing with each other, and it didn't matter. And that actually struck at him, right? That actually got him right in the heart. It's like a melting pot there. And, and, right, exactly. And he said that what pushed him over the edge was he got a letter from um, someone who was seven years old and their father played the game together. And every day before the seven-year-old would go to school, and you're seven, it's, school is kind of scary, you know, some kids really clicked with it. This kid didn't, right? Yeah. So it was it was scary. School is kind of scary. And the, the, the seven-year-old uh, uh, and his father would high-five right before the kid went to school. And, and they would say, Pro Force! And the kid would go to school. And that just that little bit of push, right? That little bit of connection with his dad that said, Hey, kid, it's okay. Go out there. Do your best. That kind of thing. It touched him. Because it made that kid's life a little bit better. His game, his creation, made that kid's life a little bit better. How old was this kid? Seven. That seems awful young to be playing a game as excessively violent. Well, he actually talks about that. Okay. He talks about that. He said, it's it's over-the-top parody. Yeah. (coughs) And it is not something he would normally give to someone of that age, but... Yeah. It, it was, I mean, his parents said it was okay. Some kids are, are super fine in that kind of crap. And it's not, 
it's all 8-bit pixel graphics. So it's it's still pretty violent, man. With blood uh, smears, people running around on fire. I mean, well, what game isn't? I mean, what, what run and gun isn't? So right. let's talk about Free Lives for just a moment. Free, Free Lives, uh, his company, started April 2012. Uh, they have done a few games. Broforce, by far, their most successful game. Um, so much so that coming soon, soon, Broforce is getting a sequel. Oh, man. Broforce Forever. Okay. Okay? So watch for that. Uh, they also uh, have done Gorn, which is a VR game. Is it feature the Gorn from the Star <coughs> Trek episode? I do not know. Kirk. Remember that guy? Um, but it, it, they have a few phone games. They have a yeah. few Linux games. This is a company that it, it's not... It, it goes through a multitude of platforms, and it goes through uh, uh, a, a multitude of styles of games. So they, they really stretch it out there. Yeah. Good for them for that. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about Broforce proper. Yeah. Broforce is a side-scrolling run-and-gun game, okay? And there's two main ways to play. <coughs> you can play in a campaign mode, or you can play in a arcade mode. The campaign mode basically adds a map, adds a super loose story. That's how I played, by the way. Right. <coughs> and uh, 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 you go out there, and you are these... Famous Broforce people. Yeah. For example, you've got Ram Bro. Yeah. B.A. Baracus Bro. Yeah. Uh, you've got Bro Hard. You've got <laughs> Robo Bro 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 Cop. <laughs> um, let's see that one. <laughs> let's see. You've got uh, Indiana Bros. Brones. Uh, Mr. Ander Bro. From the Matrix, yeah, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, you basically have all these testosterone-filled U.S. action heroes. It's like that, Bro Walkers or another one. <laughs> yeah, that you get to play as, and you don't get to just pick who you are. It doesn't work like that. You go through the level and you rescue people. Uh, you because re- that's what you're doing. You're liberating this POW uh, encampment. Yeah, and. As you, when you rescue someone, you become that person, and you they have different weapons, they have different special moves, yeah, they have different uh, 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 skill sets, yeah. And when you die, you become another random bro, yeah, right from your arsenal. You start with three bros in your in your stable, I guess, and that is how the game plays. It is over the top. <laughs> super over the top with explosions yeah. and fires and the whole concept is find the trapped bro or if you want to I guess you don't even really have to do multiple that multiple bros sometimes yeah. get to the choppa yeah that is the entire game yeah. the game is all based on pixel art you can destroy uh the the landscape that, you, yeah you can, can yeah. you can you can destroy bridges you can destroy buildings you can just dig straight into the earth. Yes. Uh, all of that is free game. Yeah. It's all open. And the game doesn't punish you for it. In fact, it rewards you. If you've got a tough enemy, right? 
Yeah. You can you can dig over, dig up, drop them into a hole, and just fill the hole full of grenades. Yeah. Or it, you could drop stones on guys yep. and just dig through them. The digging part of this, I didn't really pay much attention to like the third or fourth level. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. You could literally go underground. With yes. This. And, I mean, and they, you're right. They don't punish you. They freely encourage the stupidest thing to come up with. Absolutely. So it is. It is just good, stupid fun. Yeah. That is all I can say about it. Now, Aaron, uh, uh, oh, the arcade mode is pretty much the the uh, campaign mode without the map and without the story interruptions. You just go from scene to scene, rescuing bros, keep on going. Yeah. Uh, like I said before, this is not just a one-player game. It's not just a two-player game. You can play this with up to four other people. Oh, man. All on the screen at the same time. Endless chaos. And if your bro goes down... You can go and help them up. <coughs> if things are getting real hectic, you can go high-five your bro, yeah. and it slows down time. It lets everyone kind of get recombobulated. Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Is, it's, the, is the multiplayer local, or is it networked? Uh, no, it's networked. Okay, I, didn't, I get to try you the multiplayer. Can, you can play two-player couch mode. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, I got to play with a kid. So, this is a game, like I said, no rules. You can't do it wrong. There are, uh, I think it's 22 different bros that you can be. And uh, uh, they're all, like I said, they're all unique. The pixel art looks enough like the guy that if you know who the guy is, bro dread. You know, that's a Judge Dread guy. Yeah. you. It looks like Judge Dread. If you don't know who someone is, um, it's probably because you either haven't seen their movie or something like that. You, who cares? Enjoy the character. Yeah. Maybe the next one you get will be someone you know. It's just endless fun. Aaron, did you enjoy playing through this? You know, when this came on, first of all, I don't know if anybody's seen this movie. It's not, some people don't like it. I, I hate South Park. I don't hate it. I don't watch it. But they made a movie a few years ago called Team America World Police. It was all done with marionettes. All right? Yeah. And I thought it was a pretty funny film. But this game reminded me of, like, that movie so much. But not as nasty. It's, no, I mean, talk about, like, the presentation. <clears throat> you know, it, the, all the American flags everywhere. The guy, the announcer, all right, do this, do that, blah, blah. You know, go, go, go. Yeah. Lots of, like, crap you would expect to hear in an action movie that was made in, like, the 80s. The yes. The Dairy Mart, you know. And... The uh, 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 you're right. The graphics on this are they're not they're not like world class graphics, but they're perfect for a game like this. This yeah. game combines so many different elements, and I've never played a game like this ever, ever, ever in my life. I played a game like this. There's it's part worms, it's part a game like <laughs> uh, maybe like a, a, a Splunky or Minecraft or something. There's a bunch of there's a I mean, and it's so free form. Yeah. You mentioned that there's no wrong answer. There's not. But the levels, now, it's not like I got super far into the game. I was going through campaign mode. And the good thing is it lets you switch where you're going, yeah. right? And so I got Kinda to keep it fresh. And, it, and even stuff like, like, for example, one mission, you just go out to kill people. One, there's a rescue mission. There's a mission where you have to be sort of covert, as covert as these guys. Yeah. <laughs> there's boss battles. There are certain different levels of guys you're going to fight. Some are fight, geeks. Fight, in, uh, fight vehicles. The yeah. geeks are funny because, like, if you're digging, there's a big pile of bad guys underground, and they you're down there screwing around. 
if you knock some dirt on themselves, you'll see a little like question marks like, what's yeah, that? Yeah. And they'll start wandering around and then you throw them at your gates and they'll like go, ah! Yeah. And then it's, they'll catch on fire and they'll run around and explode. It's so funny. The checkpoint system's great because there are these flagpoles and when you get to it, bam, you raise the U.S. flag. Yeah. It's over the top. The first, the best part of this game is it didn't come for people in the USA because that makes it better. Yes. Because in my mind, this is what people think we like. <laughs> and they're right. They're dead on. It's so funny to do this stuff and to raise the flags. You don't have to quit when you, you can go to the top and the choppers that are picking up and just leave. Go kill other yeah. stuff. Because at the end of the level, it shows you a big pile of the bodies that you've, you know, killed. When you get killed, the other guy just kind of pops out to your yeah. other guys. And we, as far as I know, the campaign mode never ended. You, just, you would fail a mission, it would just start over, and the guy would be like, go, go, go. Oh, yeah, yeah. There are levels where they, sometimes the chopper will drop you off. Sometimes you'll be in like this armored vehicle, and it'll just drop through the wall and kill a bunch of people, and you get out like, ah. So the different characters, you didn't go into their weapons enough. Like, there's a MacGyver guy, Brogyver, and he, all he does is throw, like, bombs that he made. So yeah. he didn't have a gun. Then there's a guy called Brode. He's like Blade, and he's got a sword, and Brode just goes around swording people. There's a dude with a flamethrower. There's all these different... Bro Lee, just Bro, martial yeah. arts. You've got all these <clears throat> different elements, and so when you become these guys, it's funny. You know, if you get killed, it's funny. Yeah, you know, and sometimes switching to somebody sucks. You're yeah. like, oh, no, no, I don't want to be Indiana Bros. Indiana Bros, you get six shots with your revolver, yeah. and then it's all whip. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and the, here's something else that doesn't get enough action. Is there, the levels are destructible as heck. So yeah. you're, like, wrecking the whole level. You're wrecking yeah. it. And one of the things that worms always bugged me is, like, when you would destroy something fully, it wouldn't, like, cave in or something. So there'd just be a big underground hole in this the stones are going to just fall down. Yeah. So if, if there's if, nothing under, if yeah. you're screwing around with your gun underground and there's a big heavy rock over you, it'll just fall on you and kill you right yeah. there on the spot. You're like, oh. So you can, even when you die, it's sort of funny. Yeah. The music is great. It's exactly what you think it should be. It's all kind of heavy metal. Wow, wow, guitar. Heavy like, guitar, when yeah. You finish the, when you finish the chopper's going away, the guitar kicks in, and then whatever lever you're on just starts exploding yeah. for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, good job, yeah. And it's, it hypes you up so much. I can't imagine playing this with multiple people because I want to do that very badly. Yeah. Now. I almost, I almost said I'm going to bring a controller over. Yeah. And we're going to play this after the stream, but I have, just can't do it. We right may now. have to get into it because I enjoyed this game. This game was one of the best ones you ever found. I mean, I listen. I think everybody. I've seen people in chat talking about it, so clearly it's well known. The people that aren't me, yeah, they don't play that much stuff. I don't know what year. What year just came out? I don't even know what year it came um, out. The original Bro Force. Well, let's talk about oh, that. April twenty fourteen. <clears throat> I got. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. This didn't just come out on Steam, <laughs> right? This started as a browser game and evolved into what it is. I see. So you can get on Steam and play multiplayer on this with just the normal Steam methods. That's yeah. probably the way to go because I saw this. If you go through the right source, you can get to save like six bucks. You know, a good deal. Well. Yeah, but don't. Just give these people their money, man. Well, they're going to get paid. If you get a deal on it, that's not going to hurt anybody. That's the whole point. Uh, but uh, I, I fully endorse the game. Great game. Great game. The graphics, like when the guys go up down the ladder, they don't even move. No, they just got to... It looks so stupid, but it's stupid. That's the whole point of the yeah. game. That You get to these better enemies, that are, and they're real tough. They've got these like really good guns. It's fun because you got to work your way around them. Maybe you've got to get a weapon to get around these guys. 
the the ability to shoot through dirt and stuff, it can't be it can't be overstated how cool that is because it's so weird. Yeah. You're underground and you're going through the dirt like you're dig dug. It makes it super fun. I I love this game. I love this game. It's everything I like in a game. Over the top. It's a lot like Toxic Bunny, except it's a better game, and it's even more over the top and contemporary than Toxic Bunny. It's just madness. It features, in, in some ways, these two things are like companion pieces because this features tinier sprites on a big, but the levels are just epically huge. Not even close, yeah. But, I mean, it's it, and you're, it's a, there's a lot of running around, but this one just, is more modern. It's more, it plays better. It's got better elements. The fact that these guys just created this out of the nothing is amazing to me. I mean, it, because it's not like, you can look at it and compare it to games. We've compared it to a bunch of games, trying to put in a box, but I've never played a game like this. Like, it's just absolutely madness. Yeah. I liked it. A a few things to note. No, they never did get sued for Broforce. Good. (coughs) In fact, uh, uh, one of the movie uh, uh, folks that had a lot of the characters that were in this game contacted them and said, hey, listen, let's work together. Oh, yeah. Let's make this official. Let's get you some uh, some promotional deals. And they did it because that allowed them to have the money to push it forward. You know, the one thing about this, I didn't get to talk about that. I want to. The the special stars that you come across, the the captured guys, when they come up on the screen, it gets like, doo-doo-doo-doo-pow, and there's a big guitar thing, and there's a big flag, and they look awesome. Yeah. And you're so happy. And even if you've seen the same guy 20 times, it just don't get you fired up. And you're right. There's so many different guys that when they when you get 35, beat, when you play the guy, it's so wacky. You don't know what you're gonna get. That's yeah. what makes it fun. You can there's some guys like if you have ammo, you can ride out like grenades. Whatever. You get you can go through crates and find more ammo. There's some crap underground that like they're, I don't know if they're like propane tanks or something. You shoot them and you shoot them with something and they blow up and shoot straight across or straight up. There's stuff that'll blow. You can big. ride those, by the way. I didn't know that. Yes. You can also like just sometimes you're just going bananas and you just blow up everything and just something's blowing up. You don't know what it is. It's total <laughs> carnage. Total carnage, Brent. Oh, what, what, what? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, sorry. Don't watch the screen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We did get some reviews on this. Brent, Absolutely, if you're, if you're we did. Um, so let's start off here uh, with uh, Pajaco sixty five zero two, who wrote Bro Force. He says, uh, uh, Bro Jocko 6502 joins the battle. This game is a rip-roaring, pixel-exploiting, fast-paced, running-gun extravaganza. It is an extreme, over-the-top, America F-yeah parody done well and highly playable to boot. The character choice gives players a wealth of choice, yeah. and there is very little to dislike about this game. A bit tough in places, but, uh, but still remains to be fun. You can pick it up and play it for 10 minutes if you want. But you won't because you want to sink some serious time into this one. I completed the game about five years ago, but I'm seriously thinking about going back when they bring out Bro Force Forever update. Yes. Graphics and sound are fantastic as well. I hope that Broren and the Bro like this game <laughs> as much as me. 10 out of 10. Bam. I love that Bro like, score. I like that you're the Bro. I love that. <laughs> Jack. Oh, and then we also had Lord Soup, a rare soup appearance. Bro Force. Bro Force, Bro Force, ah, boom, 9.5 out of 10. <laughs> so there you go. People liked Bro Force. So I'm, I'm happy to hear that, Brad. Absolutely. Aaron, you know what else people like? I don't. I, I wish I did. I'm begging to know. Please tell me. They like a little thing I like to call 
Retro oh, Rewind. I've heard that. What do they like about it? The Brent? Aaron, do you need service to your retro yes. computers? Oh, for my computer? <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, you can't ship your car up there, Aaron. I'm talking about shipping myself up there. <laughs> he might be able to help you out. Yeah. I need a recap, sir. If you have an issue, you know, we talk about a lot of common issues on here, right? We talk about, oh, he can cap your stuff. Yeah, he can do all that. Yeah. No but you know what else he can do? If you got a busted lead, maybe you don't know what's wrong with your computer. Yeah. Frank is still going to be there and help you out. So if there's Crazy. like, say, battery damage on there, what do I you think? I think he can help you out. What if you accidentally violently ripped off a chip? I think he could help you out. What if you pulled a Doug and just took the soldering iron and just went at it like, <laughs> you know, like uh, that, psycho style? I think he would question your methods. Yeah. But he would definitely try to help you out. You know why I know he can fix that stuff? Because he fixed Doug's computer. He also fixed things for everyone at BoatFest. He's a fixing machine with 20 plus your decade and decades of experience at the highest level. He was on Tech TV. Did you know that? I did. He's a big star. He gets around. He moves in circles that we'll never see, that's for sure. If you need some sweet action on your computer, it's RetroRewind.ca. If you need top-shelf parts, it's RetroRewind.ca. If you want to order uh, flash, uh, uh, flash cards, if you want to order SD solutions, if you need kickstart ROMs, if you need uh, workbenches, all that jive, it goes down at RetroRewind.ca. We appreciate Frank's sponsorship. Please, shop Early and often at RetroRewind.ca in the lovely confines of Canada, Brent. Absolutely. How cold do you think it's up in Canada tonight? Uh, you know, probably, I don't know. I haven't looked at the jet stream for up there. So what's new on the wheel this week to Brent? Aaron, we have a little thing. First of all, Nintendo 64, that's our Retro Rewind piece. Yeah. But for our new piece, we have Pokey Chip games. Pokey Chip. Pokey Chip. Pink, pink. Don't, don't touch me. We're, Spin we're the not, wheel. Make the we're, deal. We're not that bro force. I'm Come sorry. on, man. Come on, bro. Oh, look at that. It's it's right up in your face. 3D house of wheel. What'd you we get? We have. It looks like you rolled it. Did you roll it? Games. What did you do to your Pokey Chip you Games? Games Why did you spin the wheel? That looks shady. I saw no, it, folks. Pokey it was Pokey Chip Games. Yeah, but you took the wheel, you spun it around for you watching, and he spun it, and then he was like, <laughs> and he hit it with his body. It was Pokey Chip Games. So tell the people what that means, because I don't think you know. We're going to play games from yeah. the Amiga that use the Pokey Chip. No, the Amiga. Uh, not the Amiga, sorry. Try again. See, this is why I asked to humiliate you. Mission accomplished. The Pokey Chip. It's the chip on Atari, for example. You got tons of Pokey Chip action. Don't worry, folks. I'll school him up before next week. Dumb as a sack of hammers. So, any final... Oh, we do want to push something. I just remembered that, Brent. Well, not me, dumb. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know what's coming up? In nary a month, my Do friend. Do you mean on February 18th, 2023, what is coming up? Uh, the very same. Bam. Yes. It's the Amigathon, Brent, for 2023, brother. Oh, 2023. That... Sorry, I'm trying to read it. It just hurts my eyes. That's not my fault. Oh. You know, eat more carrots, brother, like the Toxic Bunny. Listen, we're going to be going 12 straight hours of nothing but straight up Amiga goodness. All the pokey chip you can handle, brother. 12 straight hours of nothing. Guy. Now listen, we're going to be having a good time. And we're going to be raising money, Brent, for the Children's ooh, ooh. Miracle Network, our charity of choice. Yes. Uh, and thanks to all the listeners and watchers of the show, we've raised uh, over 10,000 buckaroos in this bad boy over the years. 
And by God, we're going for it again this year. It's Amigathod.com. You can go there right now and donate. And we'll read your name. We'll take care of you on the show, give you props, give you kudos. Plus, it makes you feel better inside. Anyway, check us out. That's Amigathon, February 18th, 2023. We're going to be down in Boat's Basement. It's an all-day party fest. Nothing but Amiga. You know, why don't we have it in my basement where we can swim more? I was going to say, we'll need, a, we'll need to get an actual boat to, for boat to set in. That's all we got, folks. Next week, we're going to be back in action. Uh, it'll be Sunday, as always, 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? 10 a.m., that's right. And we'll be looking at pokey games once I school Brent. You can be sure there's going to be a, a beginning learning segment before that show starts. Until next week, everyone, stay off the toxic waste and America. Thanks for joining us today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. A special thank you to Devin Styles for our vector style graphics and Parkbit for our amazing music. If you'd like to help keep ARG spinning, you can do so at patreon.com slash ARG presents. Just like these fine folks. Rarlet 17, Laron Garut, Templar Mar, Z9K9, Jerry Dennington, John Dykeman, Retroalogy, Airshack, Texas Foosballer, Sundown, O'Rawn, Super Tech Boy, David Terrence, Mr. B, Roushy, Ram, Debbie Abetke, Dave, Velociraptor, Bernhardt Lucas, Steve, Rathmason, Anthony Jarvis, Bitter Blitter, Jocko6502, Kevin Bean, Andy Jones, Andy Craig, Chris Munch, Black O'Hara, Jason Warns, Misiyama, Chris Foles, Frodo Edel, The Slow, Richard Smith, Morris, Terry Howard, Ola Hope, and Rolo. They all have access to our Discord channel, their name called out in the credits, and visualized in the ending scene. Have an idea for a wheel piece? You can send it to us at argpresents at mail.com. 